The air in the Jersey Mike's is thick, but she's thicker. Her hair is so fucking big, I think I see a little squirrel living in there. She a dirty little squirrel bitch. <laughs> you told me you were sad, you told me you were miserable, and I'm here with three eligible bachelors yikes, yikes. who are going to compete for your hand in a date. This isn't fun. He was tall, and the protuberance bulging from beneath <laughs> What does protuberance even mean? <laughs> Hey, baby. <laughs> How you doing this evening? Michael. Are you... Are you ready? Who are you talking to? Are you ready for a little... Boobs action? <laughs> Who are you addressing? Boobs audience. Boobs audience? I just audience? gotta tell you... How I feel about you, baby. <laughs> I'm feeling so good. I don't like this. I don't like hearing this. Tell Listen, them to just Rachel, the audience. Rachel. What? I'm trying I'm trying to do a thing here. It's it's Valentine's Day. You know? It is almost Valentine's Day. It's the, it's the it's the language of love. Listen, most people are probably listening to this on Valentine's Day because they're lonely. They're lonely and alone and they're longing. Yeah. You know, to hear our voices. We're here for you this Valentine's Day. Love is in the air. I'm a, I'm a little love struck. I'm You're a love struck? I, I don't feel any love in the air, to be honest. I'm a little love sick. You're love sick? I'm Who a are little, you love sick I'm for? a little sick of you also. Well, that is to be expected. We have been living together for two months. Yeah. And it's, it's about time that that ends <laughs> and that I spread my wings and I go out into the world and become... The boy that I am. You're going to become a boy? Yes. You're going to downgrade from man to boy? I'm going to be... I don't see it as a downgrade, but I'm going to become a lover boy. You like little boys? No, I'm going to be a little you lover like boy. You like little boys? That is not... That's what I'm picking up. How are you picking that up from me saying that I'm going to become a little boy? A little lover boy? Oh, he said it! I said it before. You said it. You're going to become a little boy because you love them. No, I said I'm going to become a little right. lover boy. Okay, it's why are you going to become thing. a lover boy? Because it's Valentine's Day and love is in the air and romance <sighs> is in the ground. Romance is in the ground? It's all around us. It's, all, it's in the dirt. It's, it's like, in the sky. It's like God. I don't have any romance in me. I'm not feeling romantic at all. You know, nobody talks about the true meaning behind Valentine's Day, which is the story of St. Valentine. It's where they get the snakes out of Ireland, right? I don't actually know the story. I think isn't that the story of St. Patrick? What uh why don't you tell the people the story of St. Valentine? What? Tell the people the story of St. Valentine. I don't know the story of St. Valentine. Well, tell the people. Um St. Valentine was a saint that existed hundreds of years ago, I'm assuming. Um he loved What faith was he? Women uh Christian. Catholic? Those are the only two I know. I'm saying I'm going to say not Jewish because are there saints in Judaism? Do you think about what it's going to be like in hell for you? Boobs. Boobs. Eight zero zero eight five. Whip the calculator out and show me how you vibe. I squeeze between your titties and your thighs. Though I do be booby till the day I die. Boobs. Welcome to the Boobs podcast on this very special. Love episode. Listen, let me, 
Let me just break it down for you like this. I know that you've been missing us. I know that you want more of us. <laughs> Specifically me. <laughs> I, it's, you know, yeah. people have been writing in. Listen, you've been writing in and you've been saying, why don't you just kick that yapping hag to the curb? No just, one has said that. And just do a, a one-on-one show, just me and you. No one has said that to you. Who said that? A plethora of people. A plethora? Mm-hmm. Name names. Men, women. <sighs> That's upsetting. I work hard, you guys. I work hard. I want to be here, too. I just, I want to tell you guys, I get it that Rachel's a little bit like the third wheel in this relationship. How am I the third wheel? There's only two of us. You know, she's like a little autistic cousin. And you can't just kick I her am, out on the street. I am worried that I'm autistic and that nobody has told me. Anyway, I just, I want you to know how you make me feel, audience. <laughs> I want you to know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you are getting too excited. I can hear Michael like scooting. He's like doing his little mm, like shoulder. Mm, he's like getting into, yeah. getting in the zone. Yeah, I can I feel be, it. I'm, I'm biting my lip a little bit. Yeah, I know you are. You What's whore. Up? What's up? How you doing? All right. What's okay. Going easy. On with you? Easy. Listen, I care about your feelings, audience. I care about your emotions and your desire, and I understand the the how to quench your thirst. Are you the Kool Aid Man? How to feed you what you're hungering for? What is this? Please this stop. is the Boobs Podcast, <laughs> and I'm your host. <laughs> It's not usually so aggressively sexual towards the audience. I'm well, Rachel. Today it is. Because today it is. Because it's Valentine's Day, and that is a special day. You know, it's one of my favorite holidays. I don't think about Valentine's Day. Well, how come? I don't know, because I never had... A Valentine? I never had Valentine's, like, growing up, so I didn't really put much thought into it. No one's ever given you a Valentine? Well, you know, I got him as a kid, did and you, then... Did you see the flowers that are out in the, in the living room? What? No. You didn't see those? There aren't flowers in the living room. There are. There are? Yeah. What do you mean? What kind of flowers? Uh, How would I miss those? I'm a crazy person. Lilies, I think. Lilies, I think. You're yeah. full of shit. I'm not full of there shit. There are no flowers. There are. I got flowers. They're in the living room. I don't believe you. I'm going to go check, but I don't believe you. You can't go check. We're in the I middle of a I show. I know I can't go check right now. I'm going to check later. Anyway, the point is I got flowers. Aren't you going to ask who the flowers are for? Who are the flowers for? Me. I knew that. That's why I didn't ask the question. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> I know you set me up to just feel pain. Treat yourself, Rachel. It's Valentine's Day. I will. Boobs. Boobs. Yo, girl. What you doing? This ain't a lifestyle. It's a booby. Your nipple cock out, that titty stupid. <laughs> it was looking at me like, who's that cutie? Boobs. Okay, so what have you brought to the table? I have brought you... For this Valentine's Day. I brought you a gift. You got me something? I got you a gift. Okay. Uh, For Valentine's Day because I do know that it's your favorite day of the year because you're such a horny love monster. Mm -hmm. So I got you a gift a, and... A, a horny little lover boy. Yes, a horny little boy who loves boys so i got Listen, you a present this year i like boys as long as they're men what all right okay <laughs> as long as they're grown all right okay 18 and up 18 and up no face no case not all men wait a second <laughs> um so i uh got you a present in the form of an erotic story that i wrote from your point of view 
Okay. I think you're really going to like it. I worked pretty hard on it. Okay. And um, Why did you do this? I did this because I wanted you to know how the world perceives you. Mm-hmm. And how I want the audience to know. But I thought this was, I thought the story is from my perspective. It is, but it's still going to help you see how the world perceives you. Okay. And it's going to help the audience understand the inner workings of your mind. So it's dual purpose. <laughs> and okay. I am going to. Are you going to begin at some point? I'm going to read it to you. Okay, hold on. I got to get into. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, you're yeah. reading it like me. Yeah. You're reading it in my voice. Yeah. Obviously. Okay. It wouldn't be from your point of view. Oh my God, just spit it out. All right. No, we don't have time. Okay. Yeah, all right. So it's Monday and I'm fucking horny and I'm hungry. Know what I'm saying? I walked down to my favorite spot, Jersey Mike's. Because you know I'm thinking about Italian on white bread. Mike's way, no cheese. Man, the smell of that fucking bread when I walk in is enough to get me rock. I'm just an Irish German pretending to be Italian boy with needs. Know what I'm saying? I got needs. I got to fill them. And right now, my needs are going to be filled by meat. That's when I see this bitch. (laughs) She's standing behind the cold cut slicer looking cute. Big curly hair. Freckles? Fuck, bro. This bitch got freckles. And she's on the slicer? Work those cold cuts, mama. Work those fucking cold cuts. The air in the Jersey Mike's is thick, but she's thicker. Know what I'm saying? Her hair is so fucking big, I think I see a little squirrel living in there. She a dirty little squirrel bitch. I think I'm going to come down. Then I see her leopard print jumpsuit, and I'm in love. She asks what she can get me. Long Island accent? I'm exhausted. I can't take it anymore. I'm overwhelmed. My perfect woman, and she knows how to slice meat. And then suddenly, you know, I don't know what fucking happened. I'm crawling over the counter like I'm a little baby leopard and she's my leopard mommy. And I'm fucking her while she's slicing my cold cuts. What am I gonna do? I want to live inside her dirty little squirrel hair. Everyone in the sandwich shop is watching me bang this chick and I'm fucking nailing it. I'm just one man. I yell out to everybody in the Jersey Mike's. I'm only one man. I whip out my Mr. Soprano and start to jizz, but instead of the usual stuff, it's pignoli cookies, and everyone in the Jersey Mike's picks them up and starts chowing down, because who can blame them? We love pignolis! How many pignolis do I want? How many do you want? Not one, not two, but three. Give me three of those pignolis. Flash forward, 20 years later, we're married. The end. I only have one question for you. Yeah. How did you know I call my dick Mr. Soprano? <laughs> Because boobs. I know you. Boobs. Fuck boobs. you. <laughs> Fuck you. Boobs. Boobs. Eight zero zero eight five. Do the math on them titties. What's the size? My favorites A through double D. I cannot lie. As long as it's a boob, it qualifies. Boobs. Oh my god, I'm exhausted. Uh, <sighs> well, I, you know that was accurate. Yeah. That's Extremely. It. No, there was one thing you got wrong. I mean, the only thing, the only my only issue that I take with this story, yeah, is that you actually dated a meat man, a meat slicer, <laughs> yeah, and I've never dated a meat slicer. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, who who's really about the the meat slicer? You're saying you wouldn't date a chick with no, big hair and freckles no, who sliced meat? I would, but I don't love that she works at Jersey Mike's. I know, but it's 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 a romantic fantasy. You have to let go of the fact that you hate people with food service jobs. 
<laughs> for just a minute. Boobs. Oh my God, boobs. Boobs. I need a drink of water. All right. <clears throat> well, we don't have time for a drink of water. I took one. We only have time. So, so uh, thank you, first of all. You're welcome. I appreciate that. Yeah. That was a beautiful gift. I, I'm proud of it. The performance, mostly. Um, I, too, got you a gift. Okay. I think my gift was more thoughtful. All right. So, without further ado... I'm so scared. I don't like it. Welcome one, welcome all, to the very first boobs edition of The Dating Game. No. No. (laughs) So tonight, we are joined by three very handsome, very tall, very beautiful, and eligible bachelors who are vying for you, Rachel. This isn't fun. You told me you were sad. You told me you were miserable. You told me you had no chance of finding love ever. And, and I, I heeded the call as your best friend. And I'm here with three meaty men who, aye, are go- aye. who are going to compete for your hand in a date. I can't talk. I'm too stressed. So why don't you say hi to the contestants, Rachel? Hello, contestants. Hello. Hello, Rachel. Hi. Hey, hi, Rachel. Hello. Oh Hi, my hello God, there, Rachel. Hey, Rachel. No. How's that? <laughs> okay, so he- here's how the rules of the game are going to work, Rachel. You have to ask each of these contestants questions in order to find out which one is going to get you, uh, your hand in a date. Oh, God. Okay. Do you understand? Yes. Your time Can you begins- ask the questions? What? Time? It's timed? Yes. Your time begins now. Oh, my God. Michael. Ask them a question. I don't know what to ask. Ask them a question. You're going to have to choose one of these. You didn't help me at all with this. These, you're going to have to choose one of these men to go on a oh date with. Oh, my God. Ask them questions. What, I'll help you. I'll help you. Give me, give me an idea. Um, f- food. In the form of a question. It's like Jeopardy. Um, what is food? What do you, okay. Do you have a specific contestant you would like to ask that <laughs> asinine question to? Yes. Contestant number one, what is food? Oh, that's an excellent question there, Rachel. Uh, to me, it, uh, nothing better than a uh, good shrimp on the barbie, you ask me. Uh, then again, I, I'm more curious in uh, what your favorite food is, huh? My favorite food? No, no, no. He doesn't get to ask you what? questions, and you don't, need, you don't get to answer questions. Great. Contestant number two, same question. This is the worst day of my life. Go ahead. Mm. Uh, some raw fish, tender sashimi. Yeah, like a like a like a twenty-one piece chef's choice, with like some eel and some white. All fish. right, contestant number two is not looking good. She hates slimy things. I hate things. sushi. She hates sushi. Uh, but what about like a? Hold eel. on, contestant number two. It's, it's <laughs> not you. Your your time is up for that question. Uh, next question. Next question. Contestant number three. What is your favorite color and why? Oh man, um, I would say black. Because it kind of, um, I don't know, it's probably the most depressed color. So I'll go black. Okay. <laughs> Contestant, number three. Contestant number three is clinically depressed. I know how to choose them. You're really, no, yeah. It hasn't been diagnosed. It hasn't been diagnosed. All right, noted. Next question. Um, I'm trying so hard to recognize these voices. Next okay. question, next question. All right, all right, all right. Um, Contestant number one, do you uh, like my- dogs or cats more? 
I, I mean, you know, I, I, I like uh, all kinds of animals. Uh, I like dogs and cats. I don't think they should uh, exist in, in coexist in a cohabitation. Wrong. I like a good, uh, like a good kangaroo and a good koala too, <laughs> if you ask me. All right, that's nice, but that's wrong. Dogs are better than cats. Rachel, you these are questions you need to ask for a life partner. You, you gotta, you're softballing them. It's time to turn up the pace, Rachel. All right, uh, contestant number two. What is your um, gross income before taxes? Twenty thousand. Twenty thousand. Okay. I don't do my taxes. Doesn't do. Okay, I kind of like that. No taxes. Come on, Rachel. Hot button issues. Hot button issues. Um. Contestant number three, abortion? Um, no, I've never performed it. <laughs> Would you be willing to in a pinch? Yeah, if I had the right tools and I don't know, what are your, oh, I can't ask questions. I was going to say, what are your genetics like? It would depend if I wanted to get an abortion or not. Noted. Okay, Rachel, last question. You can ask all three of these guys this question. This is a big question. Okay. You could ask them anything. Anything. Um, oh my God. What, what's important to me, Michael? Help me. This is the biggest question. I, I can't. This is like when a, a father is teaching his daughter how to ride a bike with two wheels, and he, you know, he took the training wheels off, and and you a know, father would never do this to his hill. daughter. You're at the top of a steep hill, and and she starts pedaling, and she's like looking at him, and her face is all contorted with glee because she's so happy, and then she realizes at some point because he's running alongside of her, right? But then she realizes at some point that he stopped, and there she goes. She's she's going down the hill all on her own. You can do it, Rachel. I believe in you. I don't. Okay, contestant number one. Is it okay to wear flip flops to the grocery store? Oh, that's that's a rough one. I say, I mean, uh, uh, maybe one flip flop on one foot, but not on the other. Interesting. Contestant number two. Yes. Yes. Okay. Contestant number three. <laughs> <laughs> um, pre-COVID, I would say yes, but only if you're within three miles of a beach. Noted. Okay. Okay, Rachel, do you feel like you have an idea of who you want to choose? Um, I don't remember the wait, wait, questions wait, wait. Wait, or before, the answers. Before you say, before you say, just, just I want you to write it down. Write down the number right, right now. Write down the number. I'm getting a pen and paper. Tell me when it's done. <sighs> I don't remember what anybody said. Then you have to go with your heart. Okay. Did you write it down? Yes. Okay. Judge gets to ask one question. Okay. So Why I'm gonna, are you my friend? I'm going to ask one question, and then we're going to see if it changes your mind. Okay? All right. Contestant number one, are you married? Am I married? Oh, well, um, I've been married in the past. Um, I am currently married, but uh, uh, we all don't know what the uh, future holds, huh? Are they, mate? Okay, contestant number one is married. Contestant number two, same question. Uh, no. He's single. Okay. He's single. Okay, contestant number three, same question. Um, not right now, no. Not right now, no. Okay. Okay. Did it change your? Did it change your selection? They all are not married. No, number one is married. Number one is married. Yes. I'm blacking out. This is really stressful. Number one is married. Number two and three aren't. Does it change your answer? No. What did you pick? Who did you pick? Um. Who do you choose? America went, wants to know, Rachel. Oh my God. Okay, I just I I I picked. This could be the rest of your life. This could be the one decision that changes everything for you. That I did turns three. you. I picked three. Congratulations, oh. number three, number three. I can't remember what anybody said. Great choice. 
Uh, I'll never I'm be all, married. I'm all, I'm all broken, but uh, I understand. Contestant number one, do you, do you want to say a few words before we let you go here? Are you going to tell me who these uh, people are? Contestant number one, why don't you tell Rachel what she's missing out on by not selecting you? Well, I tell you, you're missing, uh, you're missing Chinwag. You're missing uh, a little Tiffy with the togs, huh? You're missing some Shayla with an Arvo and uh, a pretty good bloke, I must say. <laughs> okay. Very good. Thank you, contestant number one. Lovely, lovely contestant. Uh, contestant number two, can you can we find out what is Rachel missing by not having selected you? You have made the greatest mistake of your life. My income is two hundred thousand per year, and <laughs> I. And how uh, tall are you? Very tall. He's very <laughs> tall. He's Sounds very like it could tall. have been a, a big mistake, but but thank yeah, you, I thank you I very wear much. Dark colors. Okay, thank you very much, contestant number two. Appreciate you being here. So, <laughs> contestant number three, you've been selected. Congratulations. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of Rachel. First of all, happy Valentine's Day. What did Rachel get by choosing you tonight? I don't know, Rachel. I think you fucked up. I'm only 5'8". I already told you about the depression, so I thought that would scare you off. But Wait a second. I Michael, I feel like the bar. I feel like your your uh, bar is really low. I don't know. I feel like you're already doing this dating game. Michael, wow, he's negging you off the bat. <laughs> Michael, well, thank you, thank you, everyone. What all did the you time. do? That's all the time Michael? we have. That's all the time we have for you today. But but thank you very much. Have a good night. I am gonna kill you. <clears throat> all right, all right. Boobs. Michael. Are you going to boobs? Boobs. Boobs. Okay. What did you do? I got you a date. Yeah, but who did you get me a date with, Michael? You're going to find out. I think I know, and I am upset at you. <laughs> You're upset at me? Well, who do you think? I don't want to say. Okay, well, we'll, you know, we'll find out next week. You're a piece of shit. And in the meantime, I, I have one other little gift for you before, before we go. What? So, I too wrote you an erotic fiction. Uh-huh. I will read it now. All right. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on this very sexy and romantic and love-filled episode. Extremely stressful. Of the Boobs podcast. Ugh. I'm so tired, Michael. This... I just burped. <laughs> this story is called Portrait of a Concupiscent Invalid. The year was 2021, and the virus was still ravaging Los Angeles. She had grown desperate, poor, and lustful in the quarantine. Her cell phone pinged. She had almost forgotten. A delivery? She hadn't showered in three days. But that didn't matter now. Not on the day her produce box would arrive. <laughs> clutched in the meaty forearms of a handsome delivery man. Ooh, meaty forearms. It had been 12 long months without a man. And this was her last chance. <laughs> she scampered to the front door like an emaciated rat. And let... <laughs> emaciated rat? She, she scampered to the front door like an emaciated rat. And leapt outside just as the courier was approaching. Her left knee buckled, and 
and she face planted My hard. Left- <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> My left knee is my good knee. Her left knee buckled. And she, <laughs> she face planted hard. Hard. Okay, fuck. <laughs> I, don't know, I can do this. Oh my God. Here we go. She scampered to the front door like an emaciated rat and leapt outside just as the courier was approaching. Her left knee buckled and she face planted hard into the metal porch railing, making it ring out with a clang. The courier rushed to her aid, kneeling down beside her. Oh my God, ma'am, are you okay? Your face. (laughs) He was so close now, she wondered if the scent of her unwashed feet had made its way through the gaps in his mask. No, I'm okay. I just have a gimpy knee, she said, already regretting the confession. No man would want her failing 26-year-old body, she thought. (laughs) I'm surprised you could even take a tumble with a pair of hooves like that, he said. Noticing her unusually large feet, she blushed. You've got a wide base, I mean. (laughs) He had never seen a pair of feet so big on a woman, and she knew it. Here, uh, let me help you up. Her cheeks ran hot. She could barely catch her breath. It didn't matter that she couldn't see what he looked like. He was tall, and the protuberance bulging from beneath his safety smock was enough. (laughs) Was Was enough. Get it together, Michael. He was tall. Oh, my God. (laughs) He was tall, and the protuberance... Michael, if you're going to put the word protuberance in your writing, you have to be able to read it. Buck up. Oh, God. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. Michael, it's Valentine's Day. I know. The people are counting on me. He was tall, and the protuberance bulging from beneath. (laughs) (laughs) What does protuberance even mean? I can do it. (laughs) I can do it. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Okay, Michael. Focus. It's almost over. (laughs) He... (laughs) He was tall, and the protuberance bulging from beneath his safety smock was enough to make her armpits leak. (laughs) He reached out his hand. Her body tensed and shook with anticipation. No, no thanks, she said, as a nervous fart fled from her butt cheeks, (laughs) frightening her with a squeal. Okay, well, then have a good day then, he said, seeming confused. She was mortified, but sweaty with passion. She scooped up her produce box and dashed inside like an inbred child returning to its shed. The end. Wow. That's that's a romantic story. Boobs! Boobs. Big titty, small titty, long titty, hard titty, round titty, square titty, mentally retarded titty, little, little bitty titty, fatty, flappy, saggy titty, floppy, droppy, sloppy titty, titty, titty. Boobs. Okay, wait. Okay, this is the end of the show. It's over. Before we end... Well, I don't know if I want to ask you this uh-huh. while we're recording. <laughs> well, fucking do it. 
Did you... Did you bring my ex-boyfriend? Onto this? Thank you, everyone, for coming. <laughs> thank you for coming on the Fuck show. Fuck you! Fuck you! Sorry, thank you for being on the show. Oh my god. Thank you for... Oh, I burped. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you Happy for listening Valentine's to the show. Day! Happy Valentine's Day. I hope... Oh, I hope your romantic fantasies come true, no matter how weird and kinky they are. Yeah. Truthfully, uh, follow us at Mikey Guggenheim on Instagram and uh, YouTube. YouTube. We're on YouTube now. Go subscribe. <sighs> I'm exhausted. Can we be done? Yeah. Boobs. Boobs. Boobs.